Hello everybody, this is Jill Renee Feeler. Welcome to this month's gifted webinar. I'm really happy that you're here, at least in archive. Um, normally we share this, the monthly gifted webinar live, and I, when I checked online this morning on my computer, I didn't have internet and I didn't have phone uh, for my landline. So doing it through my iPhone um, would not have been very successful and the data charges and all that stuff it would have been for 90 minutes with you um, just not feasible so I still wanted to share it today because I could feel all kind of ready for it for me and sorry that the technology in my new house for some reason was not cooperating so anyway but <laughs> we're still together <laughs> beyond this time space continuum obviously Anyway, so welcome. For those that are new, um, a special welcome to you as well. What we normally do in these sessions, um, I share a little bit about kind of current events or current energy flows that I'm noticing. And then we, let's see, then we do a special topic, which is normally not something, well, that I've prepared. It's been only on a very few occasions where I've actually prepared something um, in my humanness as Jill, but I prefer to go really deep within to a level of energetic frequency and vibrational range where there's a lot of wisdom available, not just for us, but probably for all of humanity and anyone with hearts to hear and um, ears to, to comprehend, or at least noodle <laughs> and fathom. Um, and then after the special topic, we do a meditation slash activation, which really helps us open up our energetic, um, I want to say gateways that we're really not used to using in our human ways of just using five senses. So um, it's a very fun experience for me and for those that um, I've been working with for years now, whether it's through just gifted webinars or private sessions or online classes or retreats or any of the other fun things that I get to do with you. Um, there have been a lot of really amazing results for the people that I am blessed to work with. Um, so that's been very fun. Anyway, welcome to those new and already experienced in my work. Thank you for being here. Let's begin by taking some nice deep conscious breaths, helping us really uh, just kind of settle in more deeply to that vibrational level that's not at the surface of our, our intellectual orientation. It's a deeper level of energy pattern that operates um, in a really smooth kind of rhythmic manner uh, below the surface of our five human senses. So nice deep breath, please. I encourage closing your eyes. I encourage taking a breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Okay. We are reminded that we are an expression of energy that is eternal and infinite and far, far bigger than only our human experience. And it is those eternal, <coughs> excuse me, layers of energy that we are accessing in the work that I offer. Another nice deep breath here. Okay, I'm just kind of helping settle some energy and open up some energetic gateways so you have more room to work with for you. Okay. Very nice. 
<sighs> okay. <laughs> now, don't you feel more present? I know I do. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So what we were doing right there is we were helping expand our energetic range. We tend to operate from a very constrained, um, small um, sense of a personal kind of human energy field, which I always look at as a sphere. And as we go deeper within, that energy is, is more expansive. Um, it likes choices, it likes freedom, it likes creativity. And yet it's not separate from the human orientation that we have. It's actually additive to it. Um, so what I like to do is is think of it like an accordion kind of being stretched out. We're not taking part of the um, of the accordion range and like moving your consciousness away from what is in your human experience. Rather, we are expanding from the human experience and bringing online into our human awareness, into our human consciousness, more of those other energetic layers and vibrational uh, frequencies and energy patterns that are available to us as well. So we're adding to, we're not picking up and moving from. That helps us stay grounded. It helps us apply things like rationality to what we are doing, um, even if it's a much, you know, uh, more... Uh, free <laughs> way of, of being rational than maybe it would have been in just the left hemisphere of our brains. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about um, current energy flows. You can probably hear in my voice, I have a cold. Um, we had some bugs around my house this weekend. Um, Jeff had the flu. Um, and then I started to feel sick on Friday. And to me, it's more like a cold, but it actually could be allergies. Anyway, so sorry if my voice sounds... Um, so nasal. <laughs> I'm trying to stay deep in my chest, but um, anyway, so I may have to pause every once in a while and blow my nose and so forth. I posted on Facebook recently that there has been a lot of reflection I've been doing with my team as I'm really witnessing so many of us over the past several months needing to face different things that are unsustainable in our lives. Um, and that doesn't, it isn't just one thing. We are all, you know, individuals and getting to experience ourselves as unique aspects of source energy while in human form. So we all kind of do this our own way in terms of the variety of things that we may have been just kind of riding along with or accepting in our lives. And yet at some point we come to a realization that it can't, it can't go forward. That something about our journey is just doesn't feel right going forward or is lit is literally unsustainable going forward. So whether we recognize that consciously and we take steps to set things in motion in a different direction and exploring something new in our lives, or there are situations where basically our deeper source energy starts to kind of set energies in motion to help us literally face something that we've may been that we may have been putting off. <clears throat> and not facing for ourselves. So those can be um, quite abrupt and harsh, and it doesn't have to be that way, but sometimes we we like the, <laughs> the very in-your-face kind of versions of, okay, let's look at this and, and figure out a new way to go forward. All of them can be positive, you guys, and I just hope that you're feeling that more and more as these cycles of, of review and reflection and um, fresh starts start to... Um, come upon your you and your journey, your imagination about um, dreaming about things and how they could go 
And yet there's energy that you're just holding in certain places in your lives that really prevent you from moving forward into that um, evolutionary space of your dreams and what you want for your own lives. In that Facebook post, I'm just going to read it. Uh, I wonder if I can get it because I'm offline, of course. Um, oh, wait, I can get it on my phone because I just really like the way it came through. So I'm just going to find it so I can actually read it to you because I don't want to. I don't want to remember it wrong. It was I liked it a lot. OK, let's see where it is. OK, there it is. It's from Friday. OK. I noticed the theme of sustainability coming up for many in recent months. Areas of our life that we knew weren't going to work for us or even for others in the long run seem to be coming into our focus in some interesting ways. I don't look at these things as positive or negative necessarily, just sort of a stirring the pot, getting the energies moving and getting our attention for the goal of our inner reflection. Our opportunity with each is a careful, responsible, manner of what is working in our lives, what isn't, and what do we really want to create and set in motion. As creator beings, we are given huge opportunities at times to reset ourselves and our lives. Create, not attract. There's a big distinction there. We don't need to go into self-judgment and whether something was deserved. It just is. <clears throat> and we can choose perhaps with a new perspective. Making a living has so many meanings beyond just income and independence. We have such amazing opportunities to more consciously experience ourselves, our world, and how we support ourselves in this physical reality. So many choices for being. Hmm. I really, really like how that came through because there are so many different iterations and versions of that that are coming up with, um, again, in my own life and what I'm seeing in others and obviously in my work with clients as well. Let's take another nice deep breath, please. Thank you. <clears throat> so these resets, we can get more masterful at them. We can realize that something being for your highest good or right for you or feeling good to you is a matter of personal choice and how you choose to respond to whatever stimuli is in place. Whatever stimuli the environment is, is um, sharing with you or the, if you want to look at it as the universe guiding you, everything is about a reflection and a choice. It's not about imposing things upon you. There is always a layer of choices and freedom and honoring your sovereignty and further encouraging you to live authentically in a way that is sustainable, in a way that honors your value system. So look for that if you're not seeing it, okay? If you are feeling like a victim or like something is happening to you, I really encourage you to be open to a new perspective. Otherwise, it's very difficult for that cosmic or godly perspective to um, to actually come to the surface from within you and kind of hit you like an epiphany almost of, oh my gosh, I get it. I get my choice here. I get um, how I can make this a good thing rather than trying to interpret it as, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Or um, 
you know, did I do something bad? And is that why this is happening to me? That is such a karmic perspective. And I really don't encourage that. We are so far beyond um, the need to look at everything in a karmic um, deserving and undeserving and worthy and unworthy class system really sort of way um, that we're not worthy of of our own choices and our own authenticity and living our value system in a way that feels good to us so uh, it's just there's so much to say sorry if I'm a little jumbled today Okay, I can feel that some of you that may be experiencing this type of um, turmoil and feeling like you're the pot of your life being stirred are saying, does it get easier? And of course, that all depends on you. For those that are asking, does it get easier? If what you mean is do the choices become more limited? Do the answers become more obvious? Does it, does your life become more of a self-assembly that it just happens for you sort of way? Unfortunately, I would say the answer is no. Then it doesn't get easier. One of the blessings, which can also be looked at as a curse, of what is happening in the phase of the cycle, the grand cycle that we are in, as a form of life called human, is that we are being handed back our mastery. It was always part of us in our expanded self, and yet in the human version of ourselves, in the human uh, layers of our all that is, there was a detachment from our sovereignty, a detachment from our authentic, eternal, loving and wise and masterful energy. So in order for that to be restored, it has to be grasped. It has to be sought after. It has to be um, harnessed by the human consciousness or it's just there. And it can be manipulated. It can be utilized by others um, that are not as interested in your value system, that are not as interested in what you want for your life, that are not as interested in the others, the loved ones that you care about, um, your interests, your passions, all of those things. So it is up to each of us in our human experience to claim that power, to claim that mastery. Now, what does that mean? Now we're just sliding right into the special topic, aren't we? That's totally fine with me. What that means is taking responsibility for our lives in a way that is not just uh, philosophical or theosophical, <clears throat> but practical and real. And that paradigm isn't here yet in these physical realities, in these physical layers of energy. So it's that's that's the self-assembly part that each of us have to do, is how do we make the mastery that is available to humanity in this phase of the cycle of ages, the great shift of ages. How do we remember our mastery? And not only remember it from past incarnations, maybe, or past cycles on Earth, how do we re-hyphen member it to us as our sovereignty, 
to us as the eternal layers of energy that we are. How do we do that? In order to shift and age, this process is imperative. A key step is recognizing that you have the mastery required to fulfill this part of the process of re-accessing, restoring. Again, put all those hyphens in because they help you unlock the key energetic meaning of these words. Re-hyphen store, re-hyphen access, and re-hyphen member, the eternal energy that you are in your humanness. I know it feels foreign because everything about your journey up until now, everything about the age that we were born into was not about that. It was not about recognizing that we came in as masters. And we have so many, and I just, I, I smile the more and more that I realize the abundance of um, stories and theologies and mythologies and religions um, that have programmed us further, even though we didn't know it, into a further sense of separation that if we are human, we must not be sovereign. Or if we are human, then our soul or some other eternal energy concept must not be as evolved. Because if we were that evolved, we wouldn't be here. That entire truth structure needs to be completely unpackaged, unwound, and you detached from it. Because with that truth system, do you see, it is pretty much energetically impossible to connect with any sense of inner sovereignty, of inner mastery. Because by definition, you are broken from the time you arrived. And the purpose of your being here is intrinsic to the fact that you are not whole, that you are not evolved, right? You guys, and so some of us like to think of like Buddhism as more evolved than Christianity or Hinduism as somehow more advanced than any other religion. But look at even, and I'm, I don't study religions, right? I'm a, I'm a spiritual experiencer. So I don't do it through um, a human orientation of Jill of studying and solving problems and those sorts of things. So that offers me a fresh perspective and then you get to discern whether you find it um, resonant or helpful, productive, if evolutionary or not, that's where you, that's where your job comes in. But for me, when I look at some of the teachings of or what I hear about in terms of Buddhism and Hinduism and some of the others, it's it devalues humanity from the from the get go, from the initiation point. That if there was sufficient evolution of that eternal energy that is um, animating that human. They would have never chose to be human. Just think about that for a minute. Where does that leave us? In our humanness. It automatically denies humanity the opportunity for authentic creation, authentic independence, independence from suffering, independence from hate, independence from lack independence slash separation from our inherent creator ability or anything meaningful enough that would change our situation that would evolve our race of life 
Nice deep breath, please. Okay. <sighs> Let's pause here and get a, a drink. I'll drink some of my tea. <laughs> The human form is capable of so much delight, so much compassion, so much greater ability. The consciousness of source and the creator ability rooted in consciousness that is available to the human life form is unique and distinct from the consciousness and the creator ability of really any other life form that's in a reality like Earth. Just take that in for a moment. That doesn't mean that the other life forms are less superior or less valuable. And yet it is so important that those of us that are capable of holding our, I want to say avatar nature and I, I want it to be non. <laughs> um, I want it to be as that word avatar nature, your masterful orientation to be as unhindered to, you know, concepts of Hollywood as possible. So just feel that word too. Avatar. Mastery. Sovereignty. connection of our sovereignty eternally to our human form. In order for this stage of our evolutionary cycle to be consciously aware and aligned with the value system of our conscious choosing, it is so necessary for each of us that are capable of even grasping a message like this to consider all the layers through which you experience yourself. Remember those veils are not between you and an outside force. It's between your human and your eternal energy. The veils of separation are between your mind and your human awareness systems from your eternal energy. It's within you. It doesn't get peeled off outside of you. It gets revealed from within. So that self-reflection of different truths and beliefs, ideologies that you carry within you, those affect your filter. And a filter doesn't have to be bad. All filters serve a purpose or they wouldn't be there. We wouldn't be utilizing them. But with a group like this, those filters aren't about separating. Your desire is to become more fully conscious, to more fully um, experience this life that you had set in motion for some beautiful reasons. 
I, I'm going to use the word pray. I pray for all of us that those layers of beliefs and truths and ideologies become more loosely identified by ourselves so that they can be dismantled or evaluated in a way that we can see them from another perspective that is more freeing to maybe reevaluate whether they even serve us anymore. I notice in my work with people that there is this assumption that because of what I do or what they perceive that I do, then I must um, believe uh, you know, various truths that they, that they believe. Um, one example that I just had this morning, I was talking with someone and they were saying, um, well, you know, of course, it was kind of like the, under the under the concept of we're only human. So, um, you know, we're always evolving, we're always learning and growing, so we're never done. Um, and the underlying statement that she didn't say was, if we were, if we were done, then we wouldn't be human anymore. Yes? Yes, that's true in Buddhist teachings, that's true in Hinduist, Hinduism, that's true in Christian teachings. Um, there are so many, or, but not the masters. The masters were exceptions to the rule in all of those teachings and all of those religions that, that well, well, then there are masters that come and they don't have, to, they're not here to do work. They're just here to, you know, to hold light or be a symbol of enlightenment or things like that. Well, what if what we are experiencing is coming out of an age where all of the all of the beings all of the energy that's here dedica dedicated to a human life form was here knowing that there would be separation was here knowing that there would be a veiling process and that that would be um, another side of being human and that there would be purpose and value to that it would be very different um, than trying to access your eternal energy and your divine consciousness um, from within a human life form but hey it's a separation age so let's see what that's all about right? And that no one here is less than, and that no one here is less evolved. Um, and by being human, that doesn't automatically define you to the ranks of, un you know, unwhole, um, unevolved. Okay? So be cautious also when you're experiencing others that they may not be looking at the s things the same way that you are. And that can be a good thing, right? They may have a layer of Oh, their energy pattern or their view of themselves or the world or their view of you, their view of what happens in this reality that is just slightly more expansive or perhaps incredibly more expansive <clears throat> than what you are currently aware of in your humanness. So to pretend through the ease of interaction with other humans that we all feel the same way and that, oh, well, if she's like this, then she must also think this way. It's almost like assume nothing, not in a way that's unproductive, but in a way that gives you more freedom for your own evolution and to celebrate the evolution of others. Evolution is relative, and I totally honor that. What we are each looking for is so dictated by an inner set of value systems and um, what we desired for our human to begin with, which is why we would have incarnated. Okay. Nice deep breath. <laughs> I can't even do it through my nose. That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. <coughs> there
there's a part of you that wants to be surprised. There's a part of you that wants to be surprised. Surprising yourself, being surprised by others, not knowing what they're going to say, not knowing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at myself at how congested I am and that my ends sound like bees. And anyway, I'm just going to keep marching on. Um, there's a part of you that delights in unpredictability. So notice that and foster that part of you that really gets excited when you don't know what somebody is going to say. <clears throat> we can become so regimented. We can become so regimented and so locked in to a certain energy pattern that we've been working with that we feel has been serving us well that we miss out on further stages of our own evolution. Eternal energy is infinite. What does that mean to you? Does that mean that there is something that you are working your way up towards so that you can be done? To me, source energy doesn't even operate that way. That as source energy being infinite, there is a natural curiosity of what else can be considered, what else can be explored. Delighting in unpredictability, delighting in different ways of experiencing ourselves as source energy, whether it be a ladybug or a human or a planet or a moon um, or, or energy that is beyond the physical. There is much more energy that is that is in a non-physical format than there is of energy that is in a physical format. And yet, it's all happening at the same time. <laughs> it's so cool. Okay. So look for the surprises. Prepare to be surprised. That alone will open you more fully to being surprised and excited by someone else or even yourself, that there's new layers of you to uncover and create and set in motion in this reality. And that's where the new solutions come. And that's why this matters so deeply. When it comes to the ills of this world, many in the spiritual communities have decided it is simply easier to unplug from those ills, to create a manner in which you operate on a daily basis that you don't have to think about them, that you don't have to see them. There are teachings that what you focus on is what you attract which would imply that if you don't focus on them, then they'll go away. The challenge is that some of them are not going away. Now, is that your responsibility? Or is it the responsibility of the energy that is personally experiencing that, that couldn't pretend it didn't exist even if they wanted to? They have to focus on it because it is their lives. Their energy, yes, is necessary to be engaged for the broader system of choices and freedom, authentic sovereignty, honoring one's sovereignty for oneself. There is definitely a, a personal responsibility component to that. 
And there is also a part of you, and some of you never left or deny this part of you, that has the ability to affect how energy overall in this reality works. this kind of energy pattern that can influence the consciousness of all life. Is something not many in human form choose from within the bodysuit. But that doesn't deny its presence, nor its ability, nor its impact. It's like the sleeping lion. And some of you can feel that power within you. And it doesn't have to be of a nature that is about saving the planet or saving others. It can simply be a version of you that demands something better and feels that somehow you can make a difference in this reality and of course starting and sometimes ending with your own life. That that level of that sleeping lion awakening is wholly and entirely about changing your life, your perspective, the choices you make and the responses you choose to act upon. For many, that is complete, and that feels satisfying, and that is perfectly divine if that is the case. But let's also talk to the others that know that there is that and more that they can't ignore the rest of humanity because there is something about the way that they are wired from within that they don't feel tied like a ball and chain to the rest of humanity, but there is a level of compassion and interest and curiosity that is far beyond their own community and far beyond their own household. There is an insatiable desire to try to make this reality better according to their own value system for everybody, not imposing upon them not uh, enforcing a personal value system on others, but just deeply, deeply caring that the same choices that that individual feels within themselves are also made aware and made available to everyone else in that same form, in that same species, or maybe even beyond. There's a reason you feel the way you do. There's a reason that so many of my clients come to me and say, I don't know how to say this, but I think I might be, and this gets very challenging, so please let's take a deep breath for a second. Oh God, this is so big. Okay. There are many of us that have been trying many different ways to try and suppress this concept that we feel one with someone like Jesus. 
that we feel maybe we are the reincarnation of Jesus, which would mean we're the second coming, and that gets a little intimidating. But I have so many people I work with that, that have admitted that, that they feel safe enough in that conversation to say, I've had dreams where I'm Jesus. I think I might be. Can you tell me if that's true or not? One of the ways the separation age came about is that we were told and taught that there would be one person, one person coming to save the planet, one person coming to save humanity, one person coming to fix what is going on here. So it allowed us to question ourselves even more. It is so clear from my conversations with my self, capital S, the source energy that I am a representation of, that that was never the plan and that there was never one. The sovereign energy that we seek is literally the root and source of all life. And because of the presence and relevance and creator ability of a conscious human. It is from humanity that we often do look for the answers, the solutions. So by denying humanity its role in this reality, not as superior or better than the other life forms, but denying its inherent creator ability, its rational capability, its imagination, its ability to operate on many different levels of consciousness that other life forms are not connected to. That's not what their life form was created for. So for each of those that I've met with personally that feel that sense of kinship with someone like Jesus Christ, that they somehow know that it's not through delusions of grandeur or um, a psychiatric condition. That somehow their self-identity is inextricably tied to a version of source energy that creates realities, that can change things for oneself and can set in motion changes that are available to all others in that same reality. We don't send one to change ages. We don't send one to create realities and life forms. These things are done in teams collections of source consciousness packaged in various forms, whether it be physical or non-physical, also known as matter or antimatter, human form and non-human form, layers of divine consciousness given the authority and responsibility to operate in such a way that other life can create itself and experience itself within those realities.
within those timelines. That energy that many of you know as part of yourself is the same energy that is watching this or listening to this. It is the same. It is eternally divine, including now. It is imaginative. It is creative. It is playful. It is lighthearted. It is expansive by nature. Therefore, it is evolutionary, expanding into space, creating in its path the vision, the desires, the leading is, are the leading forces of that consciousness. And what follows is form. What follows are things like a human thought. What follows are things like actions and words and behaviors. So think about all the misperceptions and misconceptions we have about what this would look like. That if we were a divine human, that if we are source energy in human form, then we shouldn't have the challenges that we have. We shouldn't be wrapped around the axle with our minds. We shouldn't be dogmatic in our thinking. We shouldn't have bad days. We shouldn't have to witness famine, let alone to even have famine to witness. But you see, part of this reality includes free will and some of what we created in something like a separation age or previous separation ages allows for source to experience itself in ways that are not by your personal value system but it's still source energy experiencing itself does that mean that you want to live on a planet where there's famine and hate and war and manipulation mind control any of those things well, you're there, and you are living alongside it, but that doesn't mean that you're personally responsible for it, and that doesn't mean that your value system needs to include, or even can include, something that would be okay with those realities, those experiences still being offered. So rather than needing evidence that includes nobody has problems. Why not look at that ability of connecting and knowing yourself in a sovereign, divine, masterful, God energy sort of way to be more about your power of vision, your power of a value system that offers further choices and further free will to this reality. Remember, we just said that it is the vision and the value system that is the leading edge of expansive energy from which human thoughts, human actions, physical life follows. Okay? 
again, forget everything you've ever been told or everything you thought was true if, if and when they are getting in the way of your hearing something like this. Okay. Nice deep breath. So I would say the most important thing that we would offer today in the midst of my cold and this important message. Never let the power and the passions and the sense of self that you know of as you deny, be denied by the reality that you see by what you experience in physical form is reflected back to you. That is the lagging indicator of an age that you are not here to perpetuate, which is why your value system does not allow you to accept it as okay and acceptable to you, and that you don't even want to accept it as a choice for anybody. When we lose our vision, and when we compromise our value system, we separate and we keep the lion asleep. We allow for programs that limit our ability to be a version of source energy in human form, to be realized by ourselves, which may be the only one that realizes it is you. But can that be enough? And we would say yes. It can often be more than enough because there isn't just one of you. You didn't come alone to shift this age. You came with a team. So it's not about being a blend of energies with that team. It's about celebrating the unique ways that you know yourself your value system, what you care about, what you're passionate about, what you love, and what you dream for, for humanity, for this reality, for the planet, for all physical energy, for the non-physical energy that you interact with here, all of it. If you care about it, it matters. To stay connected with that while also balancing in the physical form, in the truth of the matter, that you are matter by choice and by design, by your design, which is also source design, that there is not only a way, but there are many ways that all of this does go together hand in hand, and that there isn't one solution and there isn't one size fits all, and that by pretending that you all have to think the same about a certain thing or that, um, in a democratic approach, majority rules, you actually miss out on the key ingredient to all of this, which is you and the unique aspect of God that you are, that you always are. Whether you are in human form or anything or non-thing else that you also are in this non-space-time way of being all that is, which is you.
So all the things that you've been confused by, wondering how can these fit together? How is this, how can I be this and this? How can I care about that and care about that? They don't go together. Says who? You are a whole and complete energy source and energy field. And you care about both those things. So they do go together. They go together in you. And maybe they don't go together in anyone else. So the fact that you have these perhaps paradoxes, or would it be paradoxes, within you somehow makes you even more special than if you were your cookie cutter version of source energy in human form. By the way, there is no such thing. With every single human experience, the mold is irreplicable. It cannot be cloned. No matter what someone may try in various dimensions of realities to set in motion, a unique aspect of source energy. Can you now hear those words and contemplate them? what they mean in an even more expansive way than maybe you have known them before. I'm going to let the Christ of consciousness that we know of as Jesus come through. I was never just one either. I was also working in a team. It's more convenient in a separation age to think of one person because it's easier to imagine that you can shut it down. And it's even more safe for those that are perpetuating the separation age for their own experience as source energy to pretend that all we need to do is watch out for one. Yes. Now. The movement of ages is unstoppable. And yet, in a reality like Earth, it is very much human consciousness that affects how the age comes about. So are the energies capable for a new recipe? Yes. But it is assembled from within human consciousness. Your dreams matter. Your value systems matter. And for those that have that type of blueprint where you feel that sleeping lion, or perhaps awakened lion, or restless lion, or lioness. Contemplate why you care about this place, why you care about humanity. Contemplate and explore the areas where you feel limited, and look for ways that those limitations can be 
literally evaporated by readjusting and restoring more of the expansive truths that help you know yourself and access layers of eternal energy that are uniquely available to you, which is why you feel the sleeping lion and you have since you were very small. <sighs> it's not about the lion's attack. It's about the roar of the lion that creates a vibration in its surroundings by being known by showing its presence, by animating its life force in a way that is natural to it. Does it scare away its foes in the process? Yeah, it does that too. <laughs> does it attract other members of the pride? Yes, it does. Does it further enforce the life force of source within that chosen form? Yes. Now for any of you that were looking upon the concept of a lion as being somehow better or more pure, more loving or more fierce than the human, please do a self-identity check on that. Humanity is all of that and more. And when it is put to use for a value system that has the capability of raising the stage of evolution for all of humanity and all life on the planet Earth at the same time, not imposing it, not forcing it, bringing it online through its creative force energy as an opportunity for others. It is the opportunities you seek Solutions are chosen by the individual forms of life that is experiencing itself. And sometimes choices are made that surprise you. I know they surprised me. And it is so easy to become disheartened by those choices that others are making, or that maybe even you yourself are making. But there is another version of you that knows that somehow these choices no matter what the choice is, the, op the presence of choices is in alignment with sovereignty. And even the choice choices being chosen are in alignment with sovereignty. That's where we just get into matters of layers of consciousness, layers of awareness and unawareness, separation and connection with the source energy that all life is. We hope that makes it seem less daunting, the role that you feel you have. You are so perfectly suited to everything you are. And I know it's hard to feel satisfied and whole 
from within the human form, given the way the energy patterns are available to you at this time. But don't give up trying in any of the areas where you feel like you could use more alignment with authentic source energy, where you can use more discernment for evaluating your own beliefs and truths that seem like they might be a false ascension program, then in actuality just perpetuates further the separation age, which is not why you're here. But some are, and that's okay. feels complete for now. Sorry for the silence. There just there's quite a calibration um, and resyncing going on for really all of us that are connecting with this message. And I get to help guide that process, so I don't want to miss out on my opportunity and role here. Layers of synthesis. Making room in your sphere for energy patterns that are authentically, consciously your source energy aligned with your unique value system, your unique passions and desires, and what makes you joyful, and what makes you mad as hell. That's source energy too, by the way. That's powerful in this reality. Not as useful or applicable in other realities, but very relevant here. It's what makes you angry. It can be a very positive thing. Okay, that feels good. Okay, let's pause and get a drink, please. <laughs> Okay, let's rotate your shoulders a little bit. Flex your fingers. Close your eyes and roll your eyeballs in the sockets. Just helping further integrate this energy that we're accessing into our physical bodies, knowing that it's not separate, that it is part of our humanness that is experiencing this, and that's important to have that integration process. <coughs> okay, very good. All right, so let's proceed um, with the meditation activation. Let's take some nice deep breaths. I, I recommend closing your eyes. That helps us um, further 
look for the sensory awareness systems that are beyond the five human senses. So close your eyes, take some nice deep breaths in through your nose for those of you that can breathe through your nose or through your mouth for those of us that can't. And then exhale just deeply and slowly. Again, just stretching your body in any areas that feel like they need it or where you feel like you're kind of like off uh, out of balance or off kilter in any way. Wow, I'm really spinning. That's cool. Okay, recalibration continues. <sighs> okay. So let's engage in an experience further experience of your unique source energy that you can easily talk yourself out of. It doesn't take a lot of, a lot of mental power to talk ourselves out of our authentic spiritual experiences. It actually takes a lot more force of your source energy to trust your experiences enough to make them real. Okay, I encourage you to put your palms um, like in your lap and face up. Sorry, I'm just twisting my legs here. I'm at a different table today with you. Okay. <sighs> okay. Please visualize yourself in your human form at the center of a beautiful sphere. The sphere is whole and complete, just like a water droplet suspended in time. <sighs> but still moving. <laughs> it's fun. Okay. Still moving in a way that allows it to expand and contract. It's alive like water. It has the shine, almost like mercury. Like, a, remember, did anyone play with the mercury thermometer? Thermometer when when they were still around, or if you still have one, be careful with that. <laughs> Any of us who have witnessed mercury in action, it's just so cool. I love mercury <laughs> and water. It's a lighter form of energy. Oh, just the the sense of buoyancy almost to it, and that if you touch it, it kind of like springs back or pops or something. So allow your energy to be alive. Allow that sense of your sphere to be beyond your physical body. Alive. Alive because of you. Not just your humanness, but because of the source energy that, it, that would explore and set in motion the, the presence of you being human. That would set out on a journey within a time-space continuum like Earth in this time frame right now. That would get here and say, what the hell is this all about? Having its own value system and sense of perspective and individuality sufficiently intact to question what is, 
to dislike or even hate some of the components of this time phase that you're experiencing and that would also have the capacity to dream and to love and to care to care enough about itself to take care of itself to care enough about others to want to be responsible for yourself so that you're not taxing the energy of others in a way that they may not be comfortable with or would may not be feel fair to you this layer of source energy that is you that has ideas and imagination and ability to speak and ability to write and ability to question and the ability to sing with joy and weep with sorrow the part of you that can engage with other humans in a human to human level and in a source to source level while still being human. Okay, now please make that source field of yours. Make that sphere even bigger by imagining it to be so, by envisioning it to be so. And know that it is so as a result. Nice deep breath. Please stretch your arms out as far as they will go. I have really long arms, so mine go up really, really far, way off camera. Now drop your shoulders. Some of you may be feeling a spin or rotational <laughs> a vibe or energy going on within you and that is totally fine and I would say very good okay now you can rest your arms now make your source force field of energy twice as big as that nicely done Now imagine how much room you need within your field of the source energy that you are to hold all of your dreams, all of your visions for a future that you want to have and that you want to leave to future generations that can hold all of the dreams that you want to hold for all of those that are alive right now you want to be impatient and not want to wait you want it now that's good okay good 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 how much room in your field do you need to hold your ability to create ideas how much room in your field do you need to explore this reality to explore others' ideas, to experience and soak up all you can and share all you can 
from this reality on a giving and receiving, on an intake and an outtake sort of way. How big does that source field of you need to be? Then you better make it bigger. Let's do that. Close your eyes. That's right. Some of you just said, wait, I don't have an edge. How perfect. You don't have an edge. You don't have a boundary. Do you notice that nowhere in this process of you reconnecting with the layer of you that knows there is no boundary to who you are, was there anything that snuck into you that has an alternative agenda for humanity? Nowhere in that process was there a part of you that all of a sudden turned dark, or that all of a sudden went into a non-loving or version of energy that would want to suppress life or suppress humanity from itself and its divine destiny. Did you notice that? I hope so. If not, then we just pointed it out to you for a reason. Power, empowerment, and this kind of energetic power of the awakened lion has no boundary in a reality like Earth. And that does not mean it is automatically bad or that it is automatically out of alignment with the value system, whatever that is, for what you desire for yourself and possibly for others. This is so important because the ability that we have to restore this divine power to humanity. It requires a sense of things that are beyond our current beliefs. Incredible by divine design. <laughs> the only reason it's incredible is because we're coming out of the separation age where we forgot what was credible and what wasn't. <laughs> That's okay. You are a trailblazer. You are part of layers of source consciousness that came again to reality like Earth. Because of the mastery that you demonstrate in a reality like Earth, because of your creator ability, because of the authority and the responsibility that you have had and have, and that you do not lose just because you become human and that you do not lose just because you are living amidst a separation age with keys and codes that create a new age by your being. By your being exactly who you were from the moment you were born and every other moment that you've created by being here. They all matter. And they matter. <laughs> Beautiful. What I just felt there when I was waving my arms was like this platinum uh, energy frequency, like a peacock, like peacock feathers, just kind of unfolding, <coughs> displaying its glory. 
unashamedly sovereign, unashamedly glorious, fearless, glorious, empowered, creator human. And so it is. Thank you for being part of this team so that none of us had to do this alone. Thank you for being the unique aspect of Source Energy God that you are. Thank you for even listening to a message like this. And thank you for trusting yourself that you can make this out to be and put it in form in whatever ways you desire. You are so loved and so appreciated in all the ways that you are you. And I do hope that you feel more and more is resonance with the purposefulness, the natural purposefulness of who and what you are, just like the lion metaphor that we had earlier. Thank you. Thank you. I have no idea what time it is. Doing it on an, in an offline recording, I don't keep track of time like I do when there's like this countdown timer um, when I do it live. So I have no idea how long we've gone <laughs> or not. Um, but it does feel complete for today. Thank you so much for being exactly you. Um, thank you for supporting your own further expansion and evolution and reevaluation as you feel led. Um, I trust you and I encourage you to trust yourself even more. Um, trust each other, uh, reach out for support when you need it, I know I do, and allow yourself the vulnerability of being human while also feeling that alive, not only just lion, but divine humanity that we are, right alongside that fragility that we can feel in our humanness, like me with a cold, right? It can all go together by making it so. So, I love you. If you are looking for any other uh, resources and things that we offer, please check out the website. The new one, uh, jillreneefeeler.com. I love that new website, and I'm blessing it every day and all the time. But there's still some hiccups <laughs> with it. So I encourage you, in terms of the full um, kind of gamut of what we have done and archives and what we're offering going forward, check out the existing website. And that's www.theplatinumage.com also known as beaconforlightworkers.com. Um, yeah, both both of those uh, URLs will get you to the same place. And hopefully the new one will be done soon. I found um, an independent contractor through Elance that I, that I think will be able to help me on this. So anyway, my fingers are crossed. My prayers are being asked. And hopefully we'll get there. And um, just special uh, blessings and love and support for any of you that are feeling like you need it right now. Um, there's just a lot of turmoil going on right now and please know that you are loved you are supported you are not an island in isolation and there is energetic support for you because you matter 
okay knowing that you matter helps you soak up more and more of that love of source energy that you are to further heal and really restore and set in motion anything that you desire for your life okay take some action though on your part too so follow your guidance your own inner guidance and inner uh, what you're just feeling like you want to do or how you want to move forward in certain things. Try it out. You're not looking for the right answer. You are creating an experience that may feel better than the one that you're in right now. Okay? I love you. I love you, love you, love you. Ah. Goodbye for now. <laughs> and I'll see you soon. Hopefully when I'm done with this cold. 